What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Crystal LeVette. And your girl, the lovely Chantel. <laughs> and we are here for another episode of Conversations, Conversations at, at the, the Compound. Compound. How you doing, uh, day love, Chantel? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing great. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. Um, I'm excited to be here, but I got to tell you, so... Before we get into everything, I wanted to tell you, because it, it falls kind of in line with what we're talking about. So last night, like around 11.30, I got a phone call. I got a phone call from somebody I care about and love. And so for me, at 11.30, if you're calling, it must be important, right? Right. So being the wonderful person that I am, I answered the phone. <laughs> okay. Only to find this individual was calling me and talking to me really and truly about the same thing that they've been talking to me about for probably the last 10 years. So they wanted to go in and talk to me about someone in their lives that's sending them through the ringer, giving them problems, frustrating them, upsetting them, and yet they still have this person in their life. And so for me, I had this conversation five years ago. I had this conversation eight years ago. No, gosh. Now I'm having this conversation 10 years later and they calling me 11.30 like it's important. Now for me, <laughs> if you calling me 11.30 at night, almost midnight, it's, it should be about something important. It should be new. It should be new <laughs> and it should be important. It should be relevant. A it should new be something emergency. that I can actually help you with. But for me, if you're calling me about the same thing that you were dealing with 10 years ago, then this is not an emergency. You are literally just taking up my time, messing with my sleep schedule to vent and dump on me. So I know today we're going to talk about some things and I just felt like I should share this because when I knew what we were going to talk about today, I was like, man, I'm literally living out this, this subject matter that we're talking about. Right. <laughs> Which is what? But I, 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 we were talking and discussing what we we're going to talk about on this podcast and um, with I came up with the the phrase. Not I didn't come up with the phrase, but I remember at like a songwriting camp or something that I was at a few years back. It was a showcase, and and one of the songs, the only song, one of the only songs that I remember was called "I Don't Want to Be a, a Witness." That's the only th- song that I remember. I remember the hook, and the hook was "I Wanna Be." I want to be a witness. And I remember that because it stuck with me. I was like, that's a really good hook. Like, I don't want to be a witness. Are you sure that's how they sang it? It, it was close to that. <laughs> it was close enough. I was just trying to give, I was just trying to give the people a little taste of, what, of what, what the song was about. But that hook stuck with me because I feel like in relationships, that is so relevant. So let me ask you a question. As we get into this topic, I don't want to be a witness. What, like, what does that mean to someone who's listening for the first time, hearing that phrase for the first time? Like, bring that kind of into more clarity. What do you mean when you say I don't want to be a witness? Basically, I mean, when you witness a murder, when you witness a criminal act, when you witness. Um, someone doing something that's like illegal it's like witness protection so when you witness something like that they put you into witness protection so that you don't get in trouble so that the people you know that that you you're speaking out against so that you witness do the crime can't come 
and and try to you know they'll try to kill you or they'll try to keep you from speaking on what you saw <laughs> so basically if you had to choose whether or not to witness a crime you don't want to be a witness okay you know what i'm saying i'd rather not be a witness and i'd rather not get put into witness protection and i'd rather just live my life and be like my name lee i can't see so so when we talk about i don't want to be a witness we're talking about relationships right and in life there are multiple types of relationships right family relationships love relationships right friendship relationships work relationships so many different types and you know you love people right and people have their own lives that they're living right and the lives that people that we know and love that they're living we don't we all won't all agree right Right. and we all may not understand the lives that other people live right and so i guess what you're saying is for people that you know and love right if there are things in their lives that are destructive, dysfunctional, right? You don't maybe agree with whatever so things like things going on in their lives that are not necessarily working with you or working for you in your life. You're saying you don't want to be a witness to that life, to Partially. those choices, to yeah. that dysfunction. Partially. The other part of it is that, you know, people have people have demons people have vices right. people people have things that they're trying to work through work out that they're you know fighting fighting to overcome and it's like the other part of it is do you want to witness someone that you love and that you care about going through this stuff right because for me when I got the call in the morning I think this falls completely in line with what you're talking about I don't want to be a witness I realized in that moment when I was wanting to go to sleep and I was on this call I realized like dude I don't want to hear about this I don't want a front row seat to something that you're choosing not to change remember we're 10 years in I've had the same phone call Two years prior, I had the same phone call five years ago. I had the same phone call, you know, nine years ago, ten years ago, right after you met so-and-so or right after you started A and B, you were having this conversation with me about how this person was making you feel this way, how this person was doing this to you, how this person was, you know, you know, whatever the case right. might be where you that where the person on the other line clearly is unhappy clearly is not satisfied clearly is frustrated but yet here we are 10 years later and you are having the same conversation with me so for me in that moment and i knew we're having this podcast today i was just thinking dude that statement i don't want to be a witness is real right because i think that when you love people and when you care about people you want to know that they're okay that's right. Right, Or when you have a friendship with somebody, you want to be there for them. Right. Or a family member, you know, you want to, you want them to know, hey, you have my support. But I think that sometimes people get love, support, loyalty misconstrued. And they think that you are supposed to get a VIP pass into the depth of their choices and their dysfunction. So you think you can call me at 11.30 with the same crap you were talking to me about five years ago. Because you know that I love you, 
But in somewhere in your mind, you think I want to hear about this. But for me, I just realized I don't want to be a witness. I don't want this phone call. I love you to life, but I don't want to be your 1130 at the night call because you're going through something that you're choosing. You're choosing to stay in. Right. I mean, you know, I think that that situation is, 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 I think that's one part of the scenario, like that type of situation where you're dealing with something that's ongoing, like, come on, 10 years, that, 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 that's half your fault for, for them not recognizing that they shouldn't be calling you at 1130 at at night about the same thing. Mm -hmm. Like that's partially, I think that's partially your fault. Because if you know somebody, I mean, 10 years is a long time. You know, like that. that. Well, that's, how, how's my fault? I know if that's just like, going to call me and say when I pick no, up. No, but I'm just saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, uh, it, obviously, if, if that person or that friend felt like it was okay to call you at that time with that conversation piece, that means that you had not made it clear that, listen, I, I'm tired of hearing these same conversations. I don't want to be your trash can. I'm tired of hearing you talk about the same things when you're making choices to be in the situation that you're in. So so I feel like I feel like the, it's the responsibility of the person who cares to set the certain boundaries. And I think that's something good to talk about is like, what's the responsibility of a person who cares? Because your scenario is one thing, but then say, what about the person that has a sibling or 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 has a family member that that has some type of addiction mm-hmm. you know what i mean i i, even, I love well, you people. ask the mom if you ask the mom she would most moms i think would feel like they're supposed to be there no matter what and i think that's why you have a lot of people with addictions who are, are being enabled because when it comes to family when it comes to love people don't know how to draw that line like if i'm a mom and my child has an addiction how do, how do i not be there for them how, how do I not pick them up when they fall? How do you, I mean, how do you draw that line? Well, is that real? Are you, is what you're saying, do you think that's realistic when you're talking about love and relationships? Because when you love somebody, you know, you're supposed to be there for them. Right. But, but there's, this is, this is me. Um, this is my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Everybody don't have to agree with me, but, and I don't care if you do or not. But my thing is, this is how I feel about life. I feel like, Jesus died on the cross so that I wouldn't have to. Wow. That's what I feel. I feel like, I feel like that the sacrifices, the major sacrifices that were made, that's for, that God did that. And I'm not anybody's God. I'm not anybody's savior. And it's not, you know, within my power to change circumstance. That's all within the power of God, you know, the creator of God. So I feel like you have to, um, use wisdom in each scenario because I feel like your scenario is totally different than the scenario of of a person that's struggling that's that's fighting some type of addiction or or, or demons you know what I'm saying and I'm saying that I'm saying that it's different because what you're talking about is like somebody being in a relationship or somebody somebody that's that just keeps bothering you with the same drama but versus versus somebody that you love and that they're like but you know. okay so, so 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 i hear you but what i'm hearing at the same time is you you sounds like you're giving a person with an addiction a little bit of a pass versus someone in a bad relationship and i personally think at the end of the day and like you said i don't care either what anybody thinks about what i have to say this is my opinion we all are entitled to our opinions opinion is not judgment yeah. but in my opinion i believe that life 
boils down to a series of choices. And at the end, end of the day, just because it got you wrapped up, tied up, tangled up, doesn't mean you didn't choose to take those drugs. You chose to drink right. the alcohol. No, that's true. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, I think we're talking about choices. And I, and I, well, what I'm saying is, is at the end of the day, it's a difference between somebody dealing with something out of their control that they cannot control. That's different. Well, then, then, then dealing with something where a person is making a conscious decision to maintain or reside or live in a certain space. Like, it's a choice to pick up an alcohol bottle and drink it at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, 6 o'clock in the morning. That's a choice. It's a choice to be in a relationship with somebody that's putting hands on you. Right. I'm not saying it's the easy scenario, meaning if somebody's being physically abused, let's say, mm-hmm. and they want to leave and need to leave. I'm not saying it's easy. Like, you know, I, I can't even begin to comprehend what it takes to leave somebody who's physically abusing you because most of the time there's emotional abuse as well, mental abuse, right? So I'm not judging that at all, but I am saying it's still a choice to stay. I'm saying that it's still a choice to be in a relationship with a man, I guess, who, let's say, just ain't pulling his weight financially right. and got you going through the struggle, right? Or to be in a relationship with a woman who's talking crazy to you and don't treat you like a man is demeaning you and taking away your masculinity every other day. Like, that is a choice. So, right. I, I, I guess what you're saying and what, well, what I'm saying is, is that I'm not going to sit there and walk you through or I'm not going to sit there and grab my popcorn and be on the front row and just watch you continue to live in a, in a situation that you have the power to change. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, everybody has the power to change every situation. Like, we think about it that way. Everybody everybody has a, the wherewithal, you know, at the end of the day to, to change right, their but situation. But but I'm, I, I get what you're saying, but I'm saying as a person that, that loves the individual right. that's, that is going through or making whatever choices they're making... What's your responsibility as a person that loves them? Like, I, I mean, if you well, somebody- you said something earlier I thought was good. I think that it's hard to interrupt you too. I, but I just want to say you made a statement earlier that I thought was powerful because I think that's one of the first things is you have to draw a line. Like, I can't control the choices somebody else makes, but. If I'm in a friendship or a relationship of any kind with whoever, I have the power to draw lines in my life right? for what is acceptable for me. You see, I can't draw the lines in their life right? Yeah. to what's acceptable to them. I might look into their life and be like, girl, like, child, oh my God, he he, going to take that, right? I can draw those mental lines within myself, like, be me, right? Right. But I can't change that. I I have nothing to do with that. Nothing to do with the scenario with my friend who's, you know, dealing with something for 10 years. Right. Or the person who has addiction. I can't draw that line for them, make them stop. But I can draw lines in my own life for what I will allow in my space. So I think when I think that might be number one, the number one thing and the number one responsibility when you love someone is that even in loving them, you have to draw some lines. Boundaries, yeah. And and the thing about it is like, you know, love people people think that love means sometimes that you you 
don't know. I don't know if you believe in the ride or die concept. <laughs> I don't know if I, 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 you know, that's something that we it probably could good. talk about. Right. That might be another topic. topic. Yeah. Yeah. The ride, like, no, ride, ride, a, ride, ride, ride or die. You know what I'm saying? I'm your ride or die. Like, I'll ride with you to the death. And I don't even, I don't know, I don't even know I if I would about that life. <laughs> um, I got a die to ride, I won't. <laughs> okay. Give me that bus pass, boo. <laughs> Uber. <laughs> Let me get that scooter. Oh, so, so, but that, but I'm saying like that's the whole mentality of the culture, the mentality for a lot of people. That's fake, though. I don't. That's I, well, but I'm just saying people say that. Like right. you know, if you if you my friend, if you if you somebody that loves me, then you need to be there for me when right. I need you. Right. You know what I mean? So I like that. That's the whole thing of being able to balance your life and and where you are being a good friend, where you are caring and showing care towards somebody that you love, but not at the expense of your own peace. Right. That's what I feel. Right. I, and I, I because this is the thing, like. I don't know. Somebody said the greatest form of love is self-love. I don't know if I believe that, but I believe that self-love is a, a major is is a num is the first thing that we have to have in order to be able to be good for anybody else, you right. know. And so when I like see this is the thing, somebody calling you at 11:30 at night on a consistent basis for their own emergencies that they have allowed to to mm-hmm. Into their own lives based upon their own decisions. At that point, right there, like that's not that's not me being disloyal, and that's right. not me not caring. That's me just saying you are at this point taking peace from me. Yeah. Like like when I hear your, I don't when I hear these conversations and when I hear you these replays, you giving me playbacks on your drama. That 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 starts weighing on my peace. Let me ask you a question. Do you feel like? And what you're saying, right? Loving yourself first. And then I know that I mentioned, or you mentioned, drawing lines, setting boundaries. Do you think that love and relationships and being there for somebody requires conversation? Like, you know, I've heard the statement, and sometimes I feel like it's true, like conversations are overrated. I feel like sometimes conversations, it's just your energy, it's your time, it's, you know, it's just overrated. Conversation about what? But a part of me feels like when you care about somebody and when you love them and you see them going down, let's say, a destructive path, you see things that is hurting, hurtful to them, that could ultimately maybe hurt other people. Or just hurt them. But when you love somebody, you don't want to see them hurting, right? So when you love somebody, you care about someone, them going through something, it affects you on some level because you love them. So can you love somebody, care for somebody, and just see something and just be silent? Um, I personally think that this is, you can't just say, you know, um, conversations are overrated. I mean, you can say that. But I feel like it just depends on the value that you place on the relationship, whether or not you need to put your energy into it. I believe, me personally, I believe that if you care about somebody, I always, I always think of it like this. If my, me and my friend were walking, and or I was walking, my friend, and I saw my friend from a distance and say, hey, and I see her walking, but as she's about to cross the street, I see a big Mack truck coming towards her and she's not paying attention 
for a stranger, I would say, get out the way, a truck is coming. Or, you know what I'm saying? For a stranger, I would do that. So for somebody that I have care for, I believe that we have a responsibility to say something. Mm-hmm. Now, I think that you say something and I think you've done your duty as a friend, but then I think that is at your discretion and your discernment if you continue to have the same conversation over and over and over again about the same things or the same stuff with the same person. Mm-hmm. I think that like that's on every person's individual. Uh, you know, it's about your tolerance level. It's about your grace level within the relationship. Because you might, like, listen, you might have grace to, to, to deal with somebody for 10 years doing the same thing, having the same conversation. You know what I mean? You be in a trash can for that same person for 10 years. Me personally, I wouldn't, I don't have that grace. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do that. You know what I mean? So I think it's about what your grace is and what you feel like you what you should give but I believe everything in balance I don't think I mean I don't this is my thing like I feel like everybody has a life that they're living everybody anybody that's listening to this podcast and everybody that may not be listening to this podcast everybody's got enough of their own life to work through that they're building that they're you know working towards and the things that they're dealing with and the things that they're creating their own happiness so who has time who has energy to babysit somebody else's life do you, you know what i'm saying and i don't I, I this is my thing i think we gotta take we have to i think that care in a relationship is allowing the other person to take responsibility for their life and for their choices I don't listen. You a fool, a whole, whole dude. You a whole, whole chick, a full grown chick person. So you know, I don't. You not a. You not a kid. You 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 help to 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 lead and to guide and to you know you help children do stuff like that. But at a certain point, especially after I've given you my wisdom, especially after I've told you, you know what I believe to, that can help you. You're a full-grown person. What do I look like trying to trying to manage you? Right. And I, we got it. And that's what I think. I think, you know, everybody needs to be managing their own life. Right. I mean, okay, when you say trying to manage you, what do you mean? I'm saying management is when you over somebody's shoulder. What do they call it? Micromanaging. You over somebody's shoulder, making sure they're doing their work. Making sure they putting their work in. It might be customer service for a job, but I'm saying making sure people putting in work for their own life. Mm-hmm. That's not my job. Right. Like that's too much energy. Like how? That, that's that that. This is thing. So you guys are talking. You're talking. You're talking really about care. Not yeah. Caring. No, no, not not caring. But I'm saying that is care. I'm saying that that is care for me to tell you. Listen. You, you going down a destructive path. Listen, I see dot, dot, and dot. Listen, whatever it is, to have that initial conversation. Mm-hmm. But when it gets to 10 years, that's crazy. So let me ask you a question. How do you not be a witness? 
because it's not it's not just a phone call it's not listening to a phone call like how do you not be a witness i feel like this i feel like this not being a witness is focusing on your life focusing on what's happening within you and being being Somebody says something. I always thought it was very powerful. Being able to observe but not absorb. And I think that's where the issue is, is that you observe. It's so easy to observe somebody going down the wrong path where you know how it's going to end up. And if you care about them, to be able not to absorb that. But I feel like you got to cast your care on the Lord. You have to put these individuals that we love. You have to put them in the care of God and let him care for them and I think that as a person that is a vessel of love towards humanity and towards people we all need to be that way that we need to be able to hear what part we need to play in loving and caring for somebody but I do know that you know it's not at the detriment of your own personal peace right so okay so let me say this then to our listeners who are tuning in who will tune in later um i just believe that your life is the primary thing your happiness is the number one thing your peace is the number one thing and we all have people that we love and that we care for But I just encourage you, if you see someone that's dealing with, you know, um, dysfunction, dealing with drama, don't let that, don't let their issues become your issues. And I think that's really what we're saying. Like, we all have people and we know people going through stuff. You even have stuff you're going through. I have stuff I'm going through, right? But it's not for anyone to carry but me. It's not for anyone to carry but the person that's dealing with it, it's their life. So you love people and you love them and you help them as much as you can. But my my encouragement to you is like, don't forsake your own peace trying to do other stuff for other people. Because you got to make sure you're okay. You got to make sure your life is good. And people will pull on you and they will use you as much as they can. And when I say that, I'm not saying that they mean to. I'm not saying that they mean to. I'm not saying that they're trying to. They're not trying to drain you of your energy. They're not trying to drain you of of your peace. It's just people need support. They want support. But there's a line. And you got to draw your line. And I want to just encourage anyone who's had to draw these lines, don't feel bad. No. Don't feel bad. Don't feel condemned. Don't let anybody mess with your mind and make you feel like you're not a good friend or like you're not a good person or you're not a good sibling because you're not willing to do certain things. You have to draw a line to protect your life. You have to draw a line to protect your peace. And I'll go one further. If you got any sense of consciousness of purpose, you just can't do it because your purpose, your vision, your dream it's, it's, it's got to be all consuming in order for you to get there right. and other people's stuff that stuff just becomes a distraction Drain, yeah. it becomes drainage it becomes a distraction it becomes a weight it becomes a hindrance whether you realize it or not and I just believe people with a purpose you don't got time for it right. you really don't have time to sit there and process other people's stuff listen if I can do it for you I will do it. But if I got to be over here and I have other things going on, I have other stuff going on in my life, then that's where I'm going to be. And, and guess what? That don't mean you're not a good friend. Right. That doesn't mean that you don't care either. That, that just does mean, not mean that. I mean, it's just, it, at least it's about, it is about managing your life 
and putting the work in. Because people try to obligate you. Right. I feel like we talked about this before a little bit on another episode, but people will try to obligate you. Right. And I remember someone saying, don't let someone else's lack of preparation become your emergency. Right. It's the same thing. It's like you got you getting ready to go into a meeting, you know, in an hour and such and such call you because they didn't put gas in their car and they ran out of gas. Well, what do you do? Are you not a good friend if you don't beeline it and co pick them up because you got a meeting in a half an hour or an hour? You're not a good friend. Well, you should have got gas last night before you left your house instead of. Being lazy, not getting gas, how about I'll make it to the gas station in the morning? And I think too, like, <laughs> you know this is the thing though. This is the thing. Everybody is responsible to let the people in their lives know how they roll. Okay. Th- that's what I feel like. What you mean? I, like, like, it's some friends that they'll drop everything and they'll go and they'll give you the gas. Now, right. Mr. Me, right? Right. You got to let the people in your life know I'm not that friend. Okay, but are you not a good friend? No, not I'm just telling you. No, I'm just telling you. Who I am and how I roll in my life, so I'm let I'm being a good friend by letting you know that I'm not the one to call if you run out of gas. Okay, what kind of friend is that? Though? That's the friend that you don't call when you run out of gas. Wow. You guess, guess what? Guess what? In our wow. life, in our lives, everybody we got different types of friends. You got a friend that you go to when you want to laugh and bug out and have fun. You go to the friend that you when you that you know when you go it's just calm and peace. You, you know, and then it's just gonna be easy breezy. Low key, you got the friend that call when you run out of gas. Right, you run out of gas, <laughs> and then you got the friend that you like. They, she, she, I know she ain't coming. You got that friend. But is that a real friend though? Yes, it's a real friend. It's just, it is just knowing and respecting who people are and how they choose to live their life. That's true. You know, like yeah. that doesn't make, I can't fault you for saying, listen, this is my priority. This right. is what I prioritize right. in good. my life. That's you know, not that I don't care about you, not that I don't love you, but for me right now, this is my priority. You know what I mean? So like that, that's kind of, that can be a hard pill to swallow. Yeah, though, but that, for but, people who, cause everybody defines friendship differently. Right. Well, everybody defines relationships differently. It's like some people define love differently. Like you say you love me but you're doing x y and z but you say that you love me so people have kind of a warped or just different definitions of certain things and so i guess like you said it's the individual each individual's part really to help and bring clarity as to how they define certain things like i'm your friend i love you i'm there for you but you need to understand what my priorities are and it's not wrong and then at that point see because if you have that conversation at that point Every person is, they have that, the opportunity to make a choice to say, well, that's not how, I don't, that's not how, that's not the type of friends I have. Yeah. I have friends that if, if I call them, they drop everything to make sure that I'm good. Right. You know, and that's, you can't, and I, I, and I respect that. Right. You respect that, but like, I feel like it's your responsibility to, 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 to educate, to, yeah. to educate the people in your world about how, who you are but with this conversation though is that listen if you're not that type of person that's gonna drop everything that doesn't mean that you're a bad person right right that doesn't mean that you're a bad friend and that you don't care and that does not mean that you don't care that 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 just means listen i am allowing you to take responsibility for your life that's good 
you know, this is like, I know this is not a popular thing yeah, to say. Yeah, like, I know that this. it's not popular. I know that everybody is with the, you know what I mean? If you ever need me, call me. I'm there for you. Blah, 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 blah. Do, 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 right. Whatever. And that's good. And we need that. We need that. But at the same time, I don't think that you can get mad or that you need to, that you can say that a, a person doesn't care for you as much if they're not willing to do that yeah because you make a good point i mean different people are in your life for different reasons right and you just got to know what you get from different relationships right and from different friends and not and that doesn't make one better than the other they're just different just like i remember my mom would always say every child's different right you know one child you can spank him he won't even cry right right <laughs> so spankings don't work on him you right. can ground him make him stand in the corner I don't know. Then you have another child. You can barely tap him, and he's crying, and he's so sorry. And you know what I mean. So right. every child's different. Every child requires something different. So at, really, in life, every relationship is different. Yeah. And I think that people do themselves a disservice by trying to get the same thing from every, every person. single person. Right. Whereas you just need to know who you're dealing with, because that doesn't take away the value of a relationship. Because even though you know, I know if you are working. You're not going to stop what you're doing and come right. help me. I have to look at the relationship in its totality to see yeah. where the value is in this relationship. Right. The value may not be, I'm there whenever you need me. Yeah. But the value might be that, you know, I can count on you to be a solid, emotional rock in my life. That's going to tell me the truth. Or, or yeah. I can count on you that whenever I get with you, I know I'm going to laugh hard. And so I get I, joy whenever I'm around you. Or, or the value may be that... If I needed you, just you cash at me every time. <laughs> right. You may not show up, <laughs> but I get that a, cash a, a pump for my tire. But you give me an Uber, or she'll give me an Uber. You know what I'm saying? So right. it's like you know. That's like, I, this is my thing. This is the whole. The, just to sum up what we're saying, I just believe right that we do not need to take on. The dysfunction of the people that we care about in our life. Mm -hmm. Like, I cannot allow your dysfunctions to become my dysfunctions. Or your emergencies to become my emergencies. Right. And like, that, that seems hard, but it's not. I, I like what you said. I'm not being a bad friend. I'm just allowing you to... To, to take to on be and be responsible for your choices, yeah. to be responsible for your lack of preparedness, to be responsible for whatever the situation is. I'm allowing you to deal with you. If I can't come in and help deal with you, don't be mad at me. Right. Or if I don't want to sit there and have a front row seat to your cycles, yeah. I don't want to sit there and have a front row seat to dysfunction your in your life and your, and your pain. Don't be mad at me because that's your life. That. Yeah, that's your life. That. And I have the right to not want a front row seat and some people they want to give you VIP pass See? they want you to be all up oh, in their stuff and that yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't make me a great friend no <laughs> nor does it make me a bad friend yeah. or a bad person or a bad sibling or a bad child like I mean I, I'm not thinking about relationships there's so many different types of relationships like we love right. our parents we love our brothers we love our sisters we have friends who are like sisters or brothers to yeah. us you know you have co-workers that provide certain things like there's so many different types of relationships yeah. and relationships are special right and they're beautiful and people are special and people are special and they're beautiful and you have the responsibility to recognize what every relationship means to you right and you have to process them with love yes. and respect and care but yeah. you also have to process them 
in how is this relationship affecting my life. Right. Because the relationship is not just about the other person. No. It's also about how is this affecting my life. Because I'll be honest, I've had different times in my life where I have literally had to kind of step outside of my relationships and look at them from the outside looking in and ask myself a simple question. What, what is this you, person bringing to what, my life? What are you doing for me? Right. What, I know what I'm giving to you. What's your purpose here? I, I know what I'm doing for you in this relationship, but why? why are you in my life? What do you bring to the table? Can I count on you for a laugh? Because that's valuable. Right. Joy is like medicine. Yeah. That's valuable. Uh, I know when I get around you, I'm going to laugh. Oh, wait. Can I count on you for some drama? Like, you know what I'm exactly. saying? Yep. Am I always cash shopping you? Right. <laughs> Have you ever cash shopped me? Right. <laughs> Can I count on you for a coffee? Like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Because cause, cause, yeah. cause you're always... Okay, I can only look at myself and what I'm doing for the people in my world. But I think, and I encourage everyone listening, take a moment and assess your relationship. Because yep. sometimes sometimes we leave people in our life just because of time, yeah. just because of history. But history does not denote a future. Or value. To, right. Yeah. So just because you've been in my life since we was in the third grade, that don't necessarily mean you bring anything to the table. That just means you've just been there for three, for, since I was in the third grade. Right. That doesn't and necessarily mean you've added anything to my world. And I believe relationships should be give and take. I believe that should, the person should be bringing something to the table. It should be give and give. You like should we give should and be, give. We should be giving. And, should. and like you said, I might not give the same thing you right. give. And that's okay. But whatever you have, but but what we all, I feel like every human being has something valuable. Something to give. Something that's of right. value to give. And I think that that we can find out those, the valuable things in one another. We can grow from it. We can learn from it. But at the point where it's, it's messing with my peace of right. mind. Right. At the point where I feel like I'm babysitting. Right. At the point point where I feel like I'm a um psych- a psychiatrist <laughs> or, or a therapist, mm-hmm. th- then it, then we gotta we have to step back and say, okay, this is something that's not right with this. And I think too, I think like I said before, you gotta judge relationships, right? And that's what they're bringing to your life. But I also think you gotta re- you gotta do that frequently because yes. sometimes yep. relationships take a turn. Yep. So maybe change. in the beginning, right? So maybe in the beginning it was right. cool and it was good and we had a great time. You bringing me you flowers, you bringing me okay, candy. Okay, you was paying you was the telling, bill, you was telling me how beautiful right, I was. Right, right, right. But then somewhere along the way, I stopped getting flowers. I stopped getting candy. No compliments. You just every time you come around is A, B, and C. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. So because people do change, yeah. And relationships do change. I think sometimes we gotta reassess the relationships because maybe to let go. maybe you qualified in 2015 through 2019, right? But at somewhere in 2020, you know, you failed to you failed to be somebody that qualified in my be life. In my life. And so I think. We gotta judge our relationships, yeah. and and if you re- if you feel like you've been getting a front row to drama, no. then I think the first step is drawing the lines. But I think at some point, if you draw the lines and it's still certain things are happening, then you gotta reassess this relationship, yeah. or you have to redirect the relationship right. because your life is important. Yes. Your purpose is important. We need to place your value peace is important. Man. And whatever you're giving, you're giving, you're giving to relationships. You thing- should be receiving things that are helping build you up. I think that relationships, people should be bringing out the best parts of yeah. you, not the worst. And, I, and, and the thing, and I really feel like it's important to say this, is that you love and you value the people in your world, but you're just as valuable. 
they're not more valuable than you. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Like you, their success is not is is not does not hold more value than your success. Right? They're you know just like you want to see the person that you love have everything that their hearts desire, live a beautiful life. You deserve the same. Right. So I think it's important. We need. We, I don't feel like sometimes we place enough value on ourselves mm-hmm. because we so concerned with making sure everybody else around us feels valued. Mm-hmm. And my thing is like, yes, I can give you love. I can give you care. But God is love. God is care. And you have to find that. Like, I don't, I, I don't feel like we need to be finding that completion in what another person is doing for us. That's too much of a burden. Like for me to burden you with my happiness, right? For me to burden you with my peace, mm-hmm. for me to burden you with my fulfillment. That's that you, you as a human being, you can't give me that. You're not meant to carry that. And I'm not, and, and, and I'm being unjust by putting that weight on you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I feel like, you as a human being should add to my joy. You should add to my happiness. You should add to my fulfillment. But you're not the person that can give me that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we get all off off when we put that on a person. It's good. So you don't have to be a witness to the, to the nonsense. Yeah. And choose not to be. Yeah. I mean, I encourage all of our listeners, like... Just kind of reevaluate some things and ask yourself, have you been sitting down in the front row with your popcorn being a witness and being drawn into other people's dysfunction and really reassess your own life, your own value, your own peace, you know, your safe place and realize that you don't have to be a witness. You don't have to take that in and absorb what you're observing. And then on certain levels, minimize what you're observing as well. You know, sometimes you got to just be like, listen, don't call me. Sometimes you have to Listen, if you're going to be around this person, I'm not going to be able to come. Sometimes you have to be like, you know, well, I'm not going to go because you don't want to be a witness because you already, because I'm going to be real. In certain relationships, you already know what you're going to get. You You know what it is when Tyrone comes. Yeah. Right? You know what it is when Kiki comes. Like, you know, all Tyrone's Kiki's, I love you. Just using (laughs) a name. But you know, you know, like certain people, you know. Certain couples, if you you know, they're going to be arguing all night. Everybody's going to be feeling uncomfortable. Right. Because you know they know. You know, just come on, man. Like, (laughs) you know know what it is. So, So I just think, you know, in life, the best thing that we can do is just be honest with ourselves and be honest within our relationship right and learn to speak up you yeah. know if something is making love. you uncomfortable yeah. if something is not working for you in the relationship if certain things you don't want to be previewed to you don't want to know about let them know. certain levels of um ride or die you can't ride yeah. you need to say something like, I uh, think that's- I'm ride but you know I got to get off at this spot <laughs> I'm going to ride, but I ain't going to die, yeah. okay? You know, so, right when you get to that die line, I'm going to need you to stop the car. Let me out. Let me out, dude. You need to come holler at me later if you make it through. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, you know, look, draw those lines and draw lines does not mean you don't love a person. It doesn't mean you don't care. But so. hey, don't be a witness, man. Choose insanity. Yeah, don't be a witness. Choose you. Choose your life, yeah. your peace, your 
productivity, your yep. progress your before purpose. trying to be there for other people. That seems harsh, but it's the way you get what you want out of life. You know and what I'm saying? And it's the way that you become valuable in other people's lives. Right. Because sometimes you got to show people how to value you. Yeah. People don't every, always, all the time. Right. I feel like people don't always know how to treat you. People don't always know how to handle a queen because they've not been around royalty. Or a king. Or yep. a king. So sometimes you have to you educate learn people. Something. You got to learn, learn something. something. <laughs> so listen, do what you got to do in this world. Be who you want to be. Refuse to be a partaker of drama, unnecessary dysfunction. Refuse to be a martyr. Yes, refuse to be a martyr. Jesus live died. Live your on life the cross. wonderfully, beautifully, powerfully. He died so that you could live. So yes, live. he came to give us life and life more abundantly, not a life with more drama. Live and listen. We ain't Mary J. Blige. I'm Mary J. Blige up in this piece. <laughs> Listen, no more drama. No more drama. And definitely don't give him 11 years of sacrifice, okay? <laughs> Y'all. Yeah, but if you do, that's your business. <laughs> love yourself. Love, love your you. life. Love one another. Love one another. <laughs> and just be good to yourself. Yeah. And, and, and I just, we hope that this was entertaining, <laughs> educational, encouraging, enlightening. That's what we're here to do. We just like to chop it up here at the compound and really just spark some conversation and spark some thought. So honestly and truly, if you get nothing else out of this, hey, just reevaluate your relationships and the people in your world and the kind of access that you're allowing on every level, all types of relationships. It it applies to every type of relationship, a work relationship, family relationships, um, you know, Love relationships. Mm-hmm. All, it, 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 your life is valuable. valuable. That's all. I, that's all I keep coming up in my heart is your life is valuable. <laughs> you hold value. What is around you? Who is around you? It matters. It is important. Like you, you know, you are important. Listen, some of y'all messing around with dudes who ain't bringing nothing. To nothing the table. to the table. Nothing to the table. You sleeping with dudes and it, it, it ain't even that good. Like you know mm. what I'm saying? Like you 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 you're in yeah. relationships and you're in situations that if you be really honest, they don't bring nothing to the table. And it's yeah. like you bring love, it, you bring it everything. You bring it everything, you know? So just love yourself, ladies, gentlemen, man, love yourself enough to evaluate and to realign. At the very least. Yeah, and realign, redirect, rearrange so that, you know, your life is the life that you really want to live and that your space is clean. Yeah. I, just, clear. I I know personally, like when you're processing other stuff and other people, it's just difficult to process your own life. Yeah. And we all got enough on our we own. We all live in this life. Yeah, we all, all live in this life. All of us. And we're going to live it to the fullest. That's right. <laughs> all right, y'all. Thank you for your time. We'll see you next time. And conversations, conversations at the, at the compound. compound.